His name is Ish Berry, and this is Berry Media Unrestricted. He explores the city of Houston, looking for people who are not afraid to get unrestricted. Interesting men and women who have an extraordinary journey, doing the kind of things that make great stories to tell for the rest of us. Now get ready for Unrestricted. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Here we go. Another exciting episode of the Unrestricted Podcast. I'm your host, Ish Berry. Joining me again today is the lovely, the curvaceous, the the sensual, the intelligent cupcake cracking back in the building. Thank you so much for joining Woo! me again. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. Always good to have you in the building. Hell yeah. In today's episode, we are talking about something near and dear to me. My favorite time in history, growing up in the 90s. Oh, yeah. No better time to be alive. Woo! So, I guess we could start off. And I'll start with maybe we even want to do this episode because, like, I'll be up late at night on TikTok mm -hmm. and they show, you know, different TikTokers talking about growing up in the 90s, you know, or I'll see different, you know, slides of, oh, this was like to how people pass time in the 90s, and it's like, oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, this no, is, I've, know? I've started getting all those videos where it's like things that we did in the 90s yeah. um, to confuse the new ones or whatever, like, they say, you know, I'm not going to be clever. I'm not clever <laughs> like that. Um, but the one one of the things, like, uh, Lisa Frank is back. Did you know that? The, the mm -mm. company started back up. No, I didn't hear about that. What? Yes. yes. Damn, Damn Okay. Yeah, I remember that's something I ain't heard about in a while. Damn. I know. So I guess we could just spitball this episode, but I did I did have some some points I want to go over. So obviously, what were some of your favorite memories from the '90s? Playing in the cul-de-sac, like being able <laughs> to actually play outside. Um, I honestly, I, it was a real different time. Like we didn't have technology like we have today. We had TV. You had Saturday morning cartoons. Like, that was when the good cartoons yes. were on. Rograts or ah, Real Monsters. Monsters yeah. oh. What was it? Uh, Nickelodeon called it Snick. Snick. Remember? Snick. Yeah, Snick was the Saturday evening cartoon. That's it was right. Like, it was Snicktoons. Yeah, oh it was Our God. Real Monsters. Or and like, uh, Toonami. I wasn't really into Toonami, but I, I remember. I remember them, yeah. I would watch... Um, Oh no, how did I, how did I forget what it is? Oh no. Describe it to me, what happened? Oh, uh, okay, so it's like an anime and it was like apocalyptic and everybody's blaming him and saying that like he caused the issue and he's traveling around trying to like find the person that actually did it. Oh, it's gonna bother me. It's a live action show or a cartoon? It's a cartoon, I'm literally, I'm gonna. Uh-uh, we're not doing it. I'm not I'm not gonna get on my phone because the last time I did that we I fucked up the I fucked up the sound. Um, but uh oh Trigon! Trigon! Uh, Trigon. No. I loved that show. I okay, know that's no. probably not on your level. <laughs> no, 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 I don't I don't remember that one. So <laughs> you got um, me on that one. That's okay. <laughs> that might have been late nineties, like early two thousands. I don't remember. Okay. We're, Not, we have we have a different experience kinda. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what's about comparing notes, because I mean for me. My shows growing up, I loved, well, as far as kids' shows yeah. in the early 90s. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. For sure. The 90s X-Men. Love. Um, Ghostbusters, both of them, the real Ghostbusters and the, and the other. Car the cartoons? Yeah. Oh, my God, um, yes. 
Garfield was good. That was a good Saturday morning cartoon. Um, you know what yeah. I, I didn't like that What's other that? people were obsessed with? Um, I can't. Uh, it was like the the peanut, like do 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 do. The planter's peanut. Do, 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 do. No, like the kid that played the piano and. Oh, uh, um, Charlie Brown Charlie peanuts. Brown. Okay, yeah. I hated, I hated that show. Oh it no! It made me sad. That was one of my favorite. I was obsessed with Charlie Brown. I watched all of their cartoons and movies. And I bought the the comic books, and when my dad, you know, my dad was a, a news junkie, so he bought the paper at least a couple of times mm. a week, and I would go straight when he was done. I went straight to the cartoons. <laughs> I, at later in life, I had an appreciation for them, but when I was little, I didn't like any kind of slow paced gotcha. anything. And so it would just, I would watch it. And I just remember like whenever, whenever uh, Peppermint Patty would like, no, it wasn't, was it Peppermint Patty that would take the football from him? No, that was no. Uh, Lucy, Lucy in the blue dress. Yeah. And I just remember being like, why are you so mean to him? <laughs> he made me so sad. And I, that was, that was the joke. <laughs> that was the he fought for it was every really, time. I was a really sensitive kid. I was just like, <laughs> this makes me so sad. <laughs> or like we were talking about music. And, yeah. And there's like, it's just, ugh. The, there was so the music much. was so much better in the so 90s. Much. I mean, in every genre. I mean, and one thing in particular I miss about 90s mm -hmm. music, and again, regardless of genre, and this is just me from being like, uh, you know, growing up and being in band. Yeah. Every performer pretty much, for the most part, had like an orchestra behind them. It wasn't yeah, like this. Yeah, it was real. It yeah, like it wasn't like this what I call synthetic music where it's all these stupid artificial sounds, you know? It is in fact synth. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's synthetic music. You know, like... Anyone from, I mean, even even rap, even some of the rappers, you know, yeah. Ice Cube would have, NWA would have, you know, like drummers and guitarists, mm -hmm. you know, actual musicians behind their songs, you know, Whitney and Mariah had orchestras, and of course, we're not going to get into like the, you know, the rock bands there, they had, they were musicians on top mm -hmm. of, of, of artists singing, and it's like nowadays you just don't get that, I just can't. No, I just it's can't really get with that. isn't. It isn't the same. Performances are way different. In some ways, they're really great, like mm -hmm. the advancement in like the pyrotechnics mm -hmm. and the light shows is is fantastic. But in that same aspect, like bands and artists, really, their talent had to carry them because yeah. they didn't have that stuff. I was just about to say that because like the, the like the people we just named, they didn't need all that. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> they just needed a stadium. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And that's it. And they, their talent and their, their, um, you know, the vocals and their, mm -hmm. the musicians that were behind them on the instruments, like that talent brought people in to, you know, sell out yeah. tons of stadiums across the world. You but know? that was also the time when they started having artists that they w it was about their entertainment factor. Like Britney Spears, she was lip syncing most of the time and they had her doing all this crazy stuff mm. and it kind of paved the way for performances of today because it was more about the show and entertainment aspect. Yeah. I mean granted her music was really cool um, for that time it was really great for the era very defining similarly to like Nirvana and stuff like that but you know like there were artists like Nirvana that were like music's never going to be the same again who would destroy their instruments before they got off the stage to make sure that they didn't have to keep playing. Yeah. Um, versus artists like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera where like the focus was 
the performance. Yeah, for sure. So for you, what were some of the most significant cultural trends or events that defined the 90s for you? Grunge. Grunge, like really? rock. Okay. Oh man, like I grew up on uh, Pearl Jam, and I know there's so many jokes about Pearl Jam now, but like that's one of my dad's favorite bands on the planet. Um, Nirvana, of course, mm. as well, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Green Day, artists mm. like that. Um, the music, or like Mariah, or Mariah Carey, you were saying, or like Missy fucking Elliott. Yes. The goddess herself. Oh yep. my God, and she is fucking fine. Like, still, I saw a picture of her recently, and yeah. I was just like, good fucking Lord. Yeah, she, she went to college and got a degree, and yeah. then her hometown named a street after her, a boulevard or something. Rightfully so. Yeah, all in the, the last, like, couple of months. Yeah, That's she's still been, That's awesome. been killing it. Yeah. And she still hypes up, like, female talent in the industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's so cool to see, like, it is fantastic. Um, then, like, for me, the big influence, too, like, the thing that I remember as being pivotal was, like, how quickly, like, we didn't have cell phones. Cell phones were very rare. They were not common. Like, if you had one, it was clunky. Yeah. It was a fucking brick. brick. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the if, size of your tumble. Yeah, right and there. then I know. Basically. And then, and then the flip phones was like that there was a little piece of plastic that would flip to reveal yeah. the dialing. I don't remember seeing my first cell phone until I know my family and I had moved to Texas, but yeah. it had to be like in the early 2000s. Yeah. I don't remember. Like you said, it was, you know, they were super huge and, and yeah. clunky and, and expensive. Expensive. And remember, it was before unlimited minutes and stuff, so minutes were were minutes weren't cheap. Minutes weren't cheap. <laughs> and then, and then only important people expensive. had them. Attorneys, yeah. doctors, yeah, no, like, like cops, EMTs, you politicians. Were fancy if you had a yeah. beeper. Oh yeah. I remember my dad, he thought he was badass because he had he had his work beeper and mm -hmm. then he had a personal beeper. And my mom was just like, You why do you need like my mom, she we actually talked about it recently. She was like, he didn't need it. He didn't need it. I was just like so like that stop stop downing on him that was the hippest shit like okay or um the clothing the clothing and it's coming back like 90s fashion that, yeah but 90s fashion was very heavily heavily influenced by 70s fashion and i've kind of come mm, to realize that. that like our generations are influenced by whatever was cool when our grandparents were young you know what i mean because like now the middle part you know when i was growing up the side part was where it was at you didn't do the middle part and now these kids are like doing the middle parts and they're making fun of their parents for their skinny jeans and their side parts and it's so funny to see. I didn't think about that. I yeah. mean, damn, okay, okay. Jinkos. Yeah, I remember Jinkos. Fat pants. We, you know, when, I moved, when my family and I moved to Texas in 96, mm -hmm. I didn't know what Jinkos were when we moved to Texas. It's like, I see, <laughs> and then like That's the middle fair. school I went to was Pershing Middle School, so it's like. Yeah. Predominantly, at that time it was like predominantly Hispanic or about 50-50 Hispanic. And like all these Hispanic kids wearing these super oversized jeans. Yep. And I'm like, the what the heck? What? <laughs> I'm about it. Like if I find a pair like that, I am, I, I've actually been looking at them because I'm just like, am I, am I too old for this? Can I do it? And then in my head, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, whatever. Like, age is just a number. But then I'm kind of like, because my students are wearing those styles. And I'm just like. I couldn't wear it to school. I know I couldn't wear it to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> now, um, 
And speaking of kids, what was it like being a kid? I mean, for you, it was actually for both of us, even though we, we just found out before recording this. We, we had So, what was it like for you being a kid growing up in the 90s? It was great. Like, I loved going, like, the priority was going outside and playing, and you would play games with the kids in your neighborhood, and, like, you know, somebody had one of those super long uh, jump ropes so that you could jump mm. rope, and, you know, hopscotch, and riding your bike, and exploring the woods nearby, and, you know, there was just a lot more adventure and and a lot more, like, make-believe and creativity, but then we also played, like, video games, like uh, Mario or Zelda or... yeah. Donkey Kong was yeah. popular. Pac I didn't Man. have gaming systems. Like, I, my mom thought they were a fad, so she didn't do it. Um, oh, you poor baby. Oh, my God. But my neighbors did, so I would play with them. Okay, okay, so you still got your fix. Okay. Yeah, I, I was a heavy gamer growing up. I yeah. had a Super Nintendo. No, I had a regular Nintendo first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember I was in elementary school, like the second grade or something, so the original Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, um... There was Super Mario Brothers 3 came out. That was just like the creme de la creme. And then later on got to beg my parents for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, no, right? <laughs> I, was, I was a Nintendo kid. Like growing up, I, I, I mean, I saw Sega commercials. And growing up in Louisiana, I don't think I knew anyone with the Sega. Everybody was Nintendo. If, I, if there was a kid with Sega, I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't know because even my, my cousins, that we lived in the same neighborhoods, we like yeah. all all of them, the whole family. We all had Nintendos, and we would swap. Especially with me and one of my other cousins, we both got Super Nintendos. Mm -hmm. He was more into fighting games, so you know we would like you know trade games on the weekends. Like, oh, let me see what Mortal Kombat's about, you know. And I gave him you know Zelda or something, you yeah. know, one of the adventure games I had. Yeah, try, no, like so. that makes sense. Um, from I'm trying to remember if the Nintendo 64 was 90s or not. No, that was 2000s. Yeah, yeah I remember that when right. I was in high school. That's yeah, right. that was early 2000s. But that goes along with like that correlation, mm -hmm. the mixture. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't the video game kid. I was the. Um, these are the hoses of the neighbors that you can drink water out of. And mm. You need to be back. We did at my grandma's and you house. You need to be back by the time the streetlights come yes. on. Yes. That was. I was, that was that for kid. Me, yeah. I was that kid, so I was riding my bike everywhere. I would go to, if I went to a friend's house, I just called. If I got in trouble, usually I got in trouble with those people, but not only would I end up getting in trouble and having a consequence, but by the time I got home, my mom already knew. Yeah. So it was twice the trouble. Like, you had twice the consequence, but that was also like, it was a community. You were raised as a community, so that was really nice. Oh, no, no, for sure. That was the same way it was growing up for me in Louisiana, because like, my grandmother, if I did something, you know, if I bullied one of my little cousins mm -hmm. or something, you know, I would hear from her. Mm -hmm. And then my dad came home, he would hear it. And mm -hmm. then I was in trouble with my parents. And like you said, I never forget countless times where I didn't have phone back then in the early 90s. Yeah. So if I was at my grand, if I came home from school, did my homework, walked over to my grandma's house, mm -hmm. played with my cousins. Mm -hmm. The street lights came on. I had to go back home, especially if it was like on a Friday night, like tonight, then tell my parents like, hey, since it's Friday, 
can I stay at Momo's house till 10 or something? I'll be okay. You know, it's like, yeah. all right, fine. You know, and go back over and continue to play with my cousins if we had a, yeah. a video game tournament or something going on. Yep. And then like we just said about imagination, like growing up with my cousins, like we built clubhouses in the woods. Mm -hmm. We crammed trees, yeah, you know, like we were going out in the woods and during the summer, we would go out in the woods in the dark, watch, you know, see the fireflies yeah. and try to catch them. Yep. Like, you know, we, we, it was like a perfect balance because like, yeah, yeah, some days I did stay at home and play Nintendo all day. Yep. Then other days I stayed and played my cousins for like 16 hours exactly. straight and most of the time we were outside you know but I think the other cool thing about that was because like because you were being raised by the community mm -hmm. it taught you to be more tolerant and understanding of the different personality types and expectations mm. and like I just I don't I don't feel like we have a lot of that these days and nah. because that heavily influenced your you know your education's on your phone or on your yeah. tablet or whatever you're looking at so you know i really liked that there was a bigger sense of community there was a bigger sense bigger sense of inclusivity and involvement well i'll tell you another thing that helped too i think most of the television shows back mm -hmm. in the 90s centered around most of the the like hit sitcoms centered around family yeah because i know like my family monday nights we didn't miss fresh prince of bel-air oh my god i love um, that show Thursday nights on Fox, we didn't miss Martin or In Living Color. And I probably shouldn't have been watching In Living Color, but then some of the jokes went over my head because I was a kid. Yeah, you know? no, like, like, that's the kind of the whole thing about like censorship <laughs> is that when you're a little kid, like you don't know. You don't know yeah. about that stuff. You don't understand. I watched In Living Color. I loved watching that show. I was I was I'm a I am in love with Jim Carrey. Like <laughs> I can't even pretend. I, I know that everybody's all about um Oh my God! What is his name? Which, Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah, Jeff yeah. Jeff Goldblum's fine as fuck, but like my heart belongs to Jim Carrey. If you can make me laugh. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> and like Ace Ventura, like I, I grew oh, up watching yeah. Ace Ventura, and um, actually the 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 the, the uppity thing is like it's not really fuckity uppity, but it's um uh one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was uh, Silence of the Lambs. Really. <laughs> So my stepmom was terrified of that and I remember I don't remember I don't know what my dad said but all of a sudden I look like I I hear my stepmom shout she goes who would like what kind of parent would let their 3-year-old watch Silence of the Lambs which I think it's cuz it got brought up and my dad was like, she was watching when she was three. And my dad was like, and she was like, she was like, who would let their child? And my dad looked at her and I looked at him and we kind of froze. And my dad was like a loving and involved father. And I just started laughing. And I no, felt bad. The... I felt bad because it turned out that movie really scarred my stepmom. But like, it, it just, but it was just because like censorship wasn't really a big thing. Well, and then to me, parents did a job of explaining to their kids, hey, mm -hmm. this is make-believe. Mm -hmm. The blood is fake. There's makeup. It's fantasy. It's just for entertainment. Plus, they had a lot of that stuff on television, and it got movie edits. Yeah. It got it got edited so that it was more TV appropriate because yeah. kids were watching it. And I got I got I got a one up you here because I remember it, I want to say sometime in elementary school. Yeah. My dad, whenever the Freddy Cougar movies would come out on VHS, would go Ooh. to the video store. My dad's a big horror fan. Love Freddy Cougar and Jason. Love it. And I, here I am. I'm a kid in like first grade, second grade, up ten o'clock at night on a Friday, Saturday night, 
watching Freddy Krueger, my dad, and was that not upsetting for you? We used to laugh. Oh, that's like it was so hilarious. Like, I get Freddy, I got him. Ah, he turned him into a roach and smushed well, I guess him. That's ah, different. Yeah, no, you, you know, like yeah, I just, it's the like, I just, I just thought it was just hilarious. And, and then, you know, and Freddy Cougar, you know, have this. Yeah, he's a he's a horrible psychopath and killing all these kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. But how he did the killings and some of his catchphrases was just hilarious. No, it so was. No, it I was. But you know, I didn't have to be like a fucking but it's slasher. Also, in plus, school. like, it, yeah, no, and plus, mm -hmm. like, your dad was like taking it and making it funny so it was changing yeah. the environment because like I have friends that when they were like young their uncles or their like their cousins or family members would have them watch it just with the intent to scare them mm. so they would add to that fear and that hype and it could be very traumatizing and some of my friends who are obsessed with horror movies now like you know were like having nightmares when they were kids but uh, what was weird for me though the yeah. only movie that scared me growing up as a kid yeah was the lawnmower man you ever saw that one? I have no idea what that is. Basically, long story short, it's um, the movie was kind of ahead of its time because it involves like virtual reality and AI and stuff. Ooh. So it's just like a little community, and this tech company invents this this way, and I haven't seen it in a lot while, so bear with me. So this tech company invents a way to like enhance a human's brain capacity. Mm -hmm. So in this town, there's this guy. He, he's artistic, he's really just retarded. Basically this, this um, you know, the local guy in the small town, he yeah. cuts grass for a living yeah. and he, he's retarded. So the guy for this tech company, you know, invites him to, you know, be a part of this trial. They pay him this bunch of money. So they hook the stuff up to him and over the course of a couple of days, uh -huh. he goes from, you know, basically being just kind of like the town retarded person. Um, I'm surprised someone got through. Okay, damn Courtney. Um, but he goes from, you know, not being able to read, all he yeah. does is just, oh, hey, how he you like, doing? Yeah, like heavily then, disabled. Yeah, heavily disabled to speaking, and then like, there's one scene where he's sitting on um, one of his customers' patio, like taking a break, and he's reading mm -hmm. Shakespeare. And then throughout the movie, he becomes so smart and intelligent, he takes over like all of the town's computers. Like, and then he finds out that people were talking about him behind his back and stuff. And yeah, I don't like know why. Yeah, him. yeah. And he, I forgot how the movie ended, but for some reason, that scared me way more than like Freddy Krueger, Jason, Mike Myers, and all uh, of them. See, but that kind of makes sense though, because it's like somebody becoming so much more aware and then like finding out that you were speaking ill of them and then the consequences that is very realistic yeah. like i could i am actually i'm a i i try really hard not to ever speak ill of other people because Likewise. of the fact like i don't want somebody to find out that like what i said in anger and privacy and like you know it's it's there's a shame that goes along with that yeah i try not to speak Ill. like i got bullied my whole fucking life i got abused <laughs> my too. entire life so like i don't want to make people feel that way but honestly um, having the the per like the the town like mentally disabled person um, like become so sen like aware and intelligent yeah. that they're able to find out all this stuff and like kill everybody. Honestly, that sounds fantastic. To me. Yeah. I'm sorry, that sounds like the I'm, best I, horror movie yeah. ever. But yeah, I, I need, I need I to watch it again as an adult, and but that scared the the hell no, out of me. No, that's yeah. totally valid. I could easily see that being scary because it's like. 
especially when you're young. Like, youngins tend to talk shit. Like, I can't say that I didn't have a smart mouth when I was a kid. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I got in everybody's face about everything because I was just a... Div I, you know, I, again, like, the environment I came from, mm -hmm. I didn't bully anybody, but I sure as shit didn't let anybody outside of that environment walk all over me. And, uh, you know, I could, I could... I could easily see how that, yeah. you know, would, it, would be a thing. And speaking of bullying, like, we're going back to, like, watching The Living Color and, like, other comedy shows. So, like, if a kid at school came to me and bullied me, I would remember a joke from The Living Color and yeah. throw it on them. And everybody be like, oh, shit. That's right. Oh, oh, because oh, most yeah. kids, no, most kids that, that were in my grade level, their parents didn't watch, let them watch The Living Color mm -hmm. or SNL mm -hmm. or any of the other shows. My parents did. And some of those, like some of the more sexual jokes and the political jokes went over my head. But like The Living Color had this skit where, um, Jamie Foxx was on this game show and he's playing the dozens, you know, talking about like, your mama this, your mama that, no, you know. I was going to say, like, your mama jokes were so Yeah, popular. and I would remember those, and I didn't mess with anybody, but when someone came to me and was like, oh, ish, you know, why are you wearing those shoes? And I'm like, well, shit, your mom bought them for me last night. She picked them out. I mean, you know, everybody, <laughs> oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, no, and back in the day, that was a fresh fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, thank you, my parents, for letting me watch yeah, you. Living no, color. like, even even when I was in elementary school, like, yo mama jokes became very popular. But obviously, like, the kids were repeating more of the innocent ones. Yeah. But it was just, like, shit talking happened. But it wasn't behind your back. Like, you talk shit to people's faces. Oh, like, yeah. If you had something to say, you just fucking said it. Absolutely. And, like, that was just how conflicts were resolved. And it was great. How did the 90s influence your current taste and preference or your outlook on uh, life today? Um, the lack of tech, the minimal technology back in the day, like, mm. really heavily affects me, like, especially because, like, I have a kid, you know, and, like, the generation behind me is the tablet generation. Yeah. And so I, I let my kid watch TV and stuff, obviously, like, yeah. I'm completely denying him. And then, um, but, like, for, for, but, like, you said, finding a balance, like, I, I'm very, very conscious of how much time we spend watching TV and I try to make sure that we spend a lot of time outside it's very important to me to like go explore and go on walks and and be outdoors um, I find that um, my outlook and how I handle things like handling things directly mm -hmm. versus like you know all the, the the back alley talk and 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 the drama you know, it's yeah. just been like that. But as far as music influence, obviously, I definitely prefer like heavier stuff yeah, or like same, older R&B. I don't like newer R&B as Me much neither. as I like older R&B or do, can't deal with newer alt-rock. There's like some alt-rock that's very 90-esque and I'm super into it. But I find that I tend to prefer more performance-based versus entertainment-based. Yeah. Um, like last weekend, I went and I saw the Happy Fits, um, okay, yeah. which is one of my favorite bands on the planet, and they're alt rock. And instead of having a traditional bass, the the lead singer plays the cello. Oh, dope! But okay. All three—the drummer, the bassist, and the guitarist—they all sing. They all perform. They're all putting an equal effort into their performance. But then I also saw Taylor Swift. Mm. <laughs> I saw that too on your on your uh, IG. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I'm gonna. I will not knock Taylor because that yeah. girl from start to finish has a hand in her performance designs and how the show's gonna go. So like for me, that's the definition of like 
an OG like true talent artist. Yeah. Um, but like I tend to prefer prefer the grittier, more like real music versus the Same heavily here. like elect like the heavily synthesized, like heavily altered in the studio music. Yeah. If that makes nah, sense. No, nah, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. I could not agree with you more. Mm -hmm. While on the topic of music, let me ask you this. What is your Mount Rushmore of artists? In of the nineties? Yes ma'am. Oh my God. That that there's a <laughs> list. There's a whole list. Mount Rushmore baby, only four. <laughs> oh my God. And, <laughs> Only four. Yeah. Only four. Okay. Well, like I, I brought up Missy Elliott. That's mm -hmm. pivotal. I brought up Nirvana. That's pivotal. Mm -hmm. um, Pearl Jam. That's pivotal. Okay. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. What is her name? I want to say it was like uh, Ali DJ. I never I haven't heard of her. You have. I know you have. It's one of those songs. I'm gonna look it Okay, up. yeah, yeah, you go ahead. I, it might be Alice, I might be getting it wrong, but now I gotta... Alice DJ, here. That name sounds familiar. Hang on. Alice DJ for me was pivotal, but it was because of the fact that she was a female DJ. Oh, I know that. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'd be yeah. Better off alone. Yeah. Okay. And I never knew the name with it. Okay. She was pivotal because she was a female DJ, and she sang her own music, and that was not something that happened. Like the 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 rave scene was very sexist. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, in general we've made leaps and bounds in of regards course, to yeah. equality in the music industry. We're not nearly there yet. But she, for me, was like a very pivotal artist in that she, she did her own stuff. Okay. So you said Missy. Uh, Missy. Um, Nirvana. Nirvana. DJ. D, uh, Alice DJ. Alice DJ. What else did and I one say? More. What else did I say? Um, I said something else. It's late. It's raining. <laughs> I'm a cat. Like, <laughs> Rain's your kryptonite. Rain is absolutely like. Give me some hot tea and some heads. I, I guess. I, I guess. But then for, there's like Sublime and there's yeah. um, Red Hot Chili Peppers mm -hmm. or Pearl Jam. Pearl, yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Um, but then I also listen to like the country pop, like Garth Brooks. Uh, I, I can't do country. I've tried. You're okay. I just well, like I was, I was. It was my upbringing was very unique because mm -hmm. my parents got together and my mom grew up with punk, um, EDM, and grunge. And like my dad was metal, grunge, and country. And my mom listened to metal too. Okay. So it was like you know having a mom and dad who both loved Rush, both loved Nirvana, both loved Pearl Jam, both loved. Um, uh, like, uh, I'm trying to think of who the artists are. Like, you know, Madonna or uh, my mom introduced me to, um, oh my God, it's, uh, I listen to him all the time, like right about now. Oh, yeah, Soul yeah. Brother, check it out. Now, I was listening to that song long before I ever knew that it got popular because of a movie. God, yeah. Love that artist. I cannot think of his name right me now, neither. but I'm like, out. and I just literally was listening to him the other day. Like, I play it for my kid. I, I play I play that album for my kid because I would steal that CD from my mom's car, 
and I would go and take it up into my room and play it on my CD player. Nice. Um, Mount Rushmore of TV shows in 90s. Okay, but I'm a kid. I was a kid okay. in the 90s. So you're going to get Rugrats, you're going to get Avril Monsters, you're going to get Ren and Stimpy, and you're going to get Buck-a-Duck. Let's... Oh my god, what was the one show? It was the dinosaur? Oh, dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, that was dope, yeah. Dinosaurs, yeah. I think... But not the mama! <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I think for me, with music, it was... Shit. Biggie. Oh, fuck yeah. Tupac. Yes. I also listened to that. My Ice mom. Cube. Mm. And I want to say, I didn't really know any female artists growing up. But um, no. Mariah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rap artists. Um, and I'll throw, ooh, back in the day. I'm going to throw in Mariah only because back in the day, mm -hmm. I was a bigger Mariah fan than Whitney. Now that I have a fuller understanding, appreciation. Yeah, I mean, Wendy's vocals are second to none. There's, oh I mean, she has a range that will probably never be matched in our lifetime. Let's just face it. So I, I'll put Mariah right up there for, you know, the the Ishmael of the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, That's funny. As far as yeah, no. No, I, I I didn't get to listen to as much hip-hop. Mm -hmm. My mom listened to it, but that was one of those things where there was a lot more language. Yeah. And so, like, I was getting a little bit more censored. Once I turned 12, my mom was like, fuck it. Like, didn't care. She didn't believe in censoring me that much. Yeah. It was just more like anything that was heavier language, she she tried to limit. Of course, But yeah. she didn't completely deny me those things, yeah. I should say. No, no, no. That's like my parents. I grew up. My dad was a preacher, so like mm -hmm. in elementary school, the only I only got exposed to hip hop was we go to someone else's house. You know, go to my cousin, mm -hmm. go to our aunts, mm -hmm. or something like that. Or a kid would bring a CD to school when I got into high school because I I started high school in '99. So. Yeah. And then when I went to when I started in high school, my parents was like, "Okay, you can listen to whatever you want to listen to, but if you listen to rap, don't have it up loud, you know." So I would just have it, like, you know, have set headphones on, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, so they couldn't hear it. So um, yeah, no, I, I say, had my little portable CD player that yeah. everywhere, everywhere. Same here. And I want to say my favorite TV show, my Mount Rushmore of TV shows in the '90s, um, Fresh Prince. Mm -hmm. Martin, um, Family Matters. I love the Fresh Prince Bel-Air. Like even, even like into middle school, yeah. every days, my grandmother and I would accidentally stay up until five in the morning watching them on Nick at Night. I remember Nick at Night, damn. That's and then I wouldn't go to school the next day because I would be tired. <laughs> and I think my fourth would be the 90s X-Men. I love that cartoon. Oh, 90s X-Men. Yeah. So but so was, that was the other thing. That was what I should have also said is Trigun or, no, Pokemon. 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 Yeah, that came out. That came out in the late nineties. I remember. You know, I got on a Pokemon very late because I remember when I the the high school I went to, yeah, Springwoods, like, and I remember like all these kids were Pokemon this and Pokemon that, and 
I really, it, when I, when my freshman year in high school, I had started getting away from cartoons and watching like regular adult TV. So yeah. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I got, I went back. I was like, oh, okay, I, I kind of get it now. But I can't remember if it came out in 1994 or 1996, but I know that 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 it got so popular so quick that yeah. Pokemon Day exists. Yeah. And yeah. so I even put it on my calendar at my at work for my kids. I'll make, I'll draw a little Pokemon because I can't, I, I can't, no, I draw a Pokeball. Okay. I, can't, I, can't, I, I doodle to the best of my ability to like make it cute for my kids, but yeah. I am not an artist, but I can make a Pokeball. <laughs> Do you have a Mount Rushmore video games in 90s? Mario Kart. Okay, okay. But like, I'm not very good at it by any, well like modern day video games, I suck. Mm -hmm. Cannot. I'm not good at it, and I acknowledge that. But back in the day, I kicked ass on Mario Kart, or like, um, I'm trying to think. Like, I didn't get that as much. Okay. I didn't get to play that stuff as much. Fair enough, fair enough. I guess me was all the Mario games, because shit, Super Mario Brothers 3, Mario Kart was good. I used to play Mario Kart with my cousins, Super Mario World, and then. You know, it was a really good game on the Super Nintendo, mm. Aladdin. The, really? Aladdin. the Aladdin video game based yeah. off the movie, That that's a pretty good adventure game on the Super Nintendo. I, I recommend that I played it. that, but I played it on the PC. Okay. I think I did play it on a PC one time. We had it at school. Yeah, yeah so, I, had it, I had it on PC. Oh, we got to show respect. P speaking of PC, just reminded me, best OG PC game of the 90s, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. <laughs> that was from dysentery. <laughs> oh, um, what about movies for you? What would be your, your Mount Rushmore movies of the 90s? That's this, no, don't make me do that. I'm, I'm sorry, got to, got, mm. got to. Mm. I'm trying to remember. I think I even put that in the email. Let's see here. I know. Yeah, you I, I did. put it in the email. Yep. You did. Mm -hmm. well, my Got brain. <laughs> I can't do it. It's raining. Um, okay, so one would be the. Um, the. What would it be? Aliens? Because of the shirt you have on? <laughs> well, Aliens was. Aliens was a big one for me that I watched with my mom and my dad. Um, did Silence of the Lambs come out in the 90s? I believe so, because I remember watching that. Uh, I, I, my parents rented that one on VHS. Yeah, no, because I, I know that, yeah, no, that was for sure. That was the 90s, so like, yeah. Yeah, it came out in 91. Yeah, yeah. it came out, the, yeah, no, so like, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Um, Tim Burton, Batman. Mm. Tim Burton, Batman. Um, holy shoot, shiitake mushrooms. Land Before Time, no, was that 80s or 90s? Which one? Land Before Time. Uh, let's see, ooh, that's a good one, let's see. Before time, eighty-eight. Fuck, I don't. <laughs> a lot of the movies I watched were older, like uh, like an American Tale, Five Goes West. Mm, yeah. Or um, oh, we're back. Do you remember that one? Nah. With the 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 scientist like abducts these dinosaurs from the prehistoric era, goes back in time, and then he feeds them brain grain brain gain and it makes them in sentient and intelligent oh, and brings like them back to modern times to go to the museum of of uh, of of natural history or something in New York City and then they get lost 
and no then idea. they find this little orphan boy and this little girl who's like I like her family worked a lot so they didn't spend any time with her which was very fucking relatable for me um not that I'm ungrateful. Yeah. Very. My, my parents did that, but you know, you you leave. It, it can get lonely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And so they they go on this adventure, and then then the scientist has an evil twin brother who wants to make them to make them primal and scary, and he doesn't want to educate people so that they're less afraid. He wants them to be afraid. Um, but I want to say that might have come out in '89. Okay. I think Fern Gully might have come out in the '90s. Burn Gully. I remember watching Burn that. Gully. Yeah. Uh, Pivotal. Yeah. No, it did. That's a. So, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, from Burn Gully. Gully. Land Before Time. Okay. Oh no. One more. I know, and I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. <laughs> oh my god. It would probably be Pokemon 2000, actually, because that movie came out. Okay, yeah. That was okay, like, cool. That would throw that one in there. I yeah. cried very heavy tears. When Ash turned to stone and Pikachu got upset. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Nope, I got one for okay. you. I got one for you. Sons of the Lambs, Fern Gully. Uh huh. Okay. Pokemon 2000. Pokemon 2000. Spice World. Oh, Spice World came out? Spice World came out in the 90s. I know that it did because I saw it in theaters. I'm just going to confirm. Yeah, 97. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Cool, cool. I watch that shit every day. Or Ace Ventura. Yeah. Ace Ventura. Again, Jim Carrey. That's my husband. Ace Ventura. I can't have a top four here, man. You're okay, fair. We, we'll put that I, as an honorable God, mention. Okay. Honorable mention. Jurassic Park? Are you kidding me? Like, there's that, too many. That, yeah. Mount Rushmore. I'm, Are you? No. <laughs> Cruel. I, I, I think for me, in random order, I got to go with... I gotta make sure it's the right Freddy movie. It's the one where that dog pisses fire to this day. I remember me and my dad watched that. I was like, oh my God, this I don't, dog piss fire. I have no recollection of that at all, but I haven't seen that's, that. Those are pre-concussion movies for me. Oh, which Freddy movie is it? Oh my uh, God. Yeah, I know it's a Nightmare on Elm Street, but which one is it? Okay, so it's Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. It's like the kid goes to sleep, he's in his junkyard, his dog in the junkyard, and mm -hmm. it's a scene where Freddy comes back and this dog, you know, cocked his leg up and pissed and fire came out as a kid. I thought that was the coolest shit. <laughs> so Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Um, uh, Air Force One was one another one of my favorites. That came out in 97. I just looked it up just to make sure. <laughs> um, Independence Day. Independence came, yeah, Day, came for out sure. 98, I believe. Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. That, that movie was... Oh, no, Independence Day came out in 96. Okay, still 90s. Pivotal. And... My last one, you know what? I'm gonna take a page from your book. The first Ace Ventura, because I remember me and my dad cracked mm -hmm. 
up. I remember when I remember that weekend he went to the video store to get it. Mm -hmm. we, we, huge Jim Carrey fans from Living Color. Oh my god! And that was his first breakout yes. role. So I mean, it was like, oh, we got to see this. Yes. And my mom thought it was the stupidest thing in the world. Me and my dad, we both have like, since we were like, we we laughed almost until we threw up. It's like, well, <laughs> so that would be my well, my, my like I can't one. even begin to describe the feelings I have. Like it's not healthy. <laughs> No. Not really. Everybody, not, everybody had their celebrity yeah, no. crushes. But like, I mean, he's that... such a good person. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. And like nobody would give him a chance, and Living Color gave him a chance, That's and then true, he got yeah. so much shit for being a white man who had auditioned for you a know black a, show, yeah. a black show. And like, my I mean, mom, what the hell was he supposed to do? And no one else gave him a chance. He gotta yeah. eat and work and nobody, try to achieve his nobody goal. Nobody turned on Living Color for me. Like sometimes my grandmother would watch it. She thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. But I was the one who was like channel surfing, and I saw it, and I was just like, this is great. Uh, my family, we didn't miss it Thursday. I don't know about out here, but in Louisiana, Thursday nights on Fox, it was, I remember like it was yesterday. Oh Martin came on at 7, yeah. and Living, came, uh, Living Color came on at 7.30, yeah. and then there was this police show. That my, my mom loved cop dramas, and it was, a uh, God, not NYPD Blue. It was um, New York Undercover. New York came Undercover. Came on at 8, and that was an hour-long show, and after that, it was the news. Yeah. It was time for me to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, Holy yeah. So that we didn't, we did not miss a beat. Thursday nights, I was doing my homework by seven. Parents were done cooking or whatever, oh, and yeah. we sat in front of TV. But that was and the other thing, thing too, was that like there wasn't any kind of like back in the day, there was no tablets and cell phones, and you couldn't watch all that stuff. So y'all watched TV together. Yeah. And then live the, the, happy, the, yeah. the more adult shows were at night mm -hmm. when the kids would go to bed. Yeah. And that was cool too because there was a lot more community. You had to agree on what you were going to watch. Yeah. Or you agreed that your parents were going to decide what you were going to watch. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> the time in my house, we just had one TV. It was like, yep. and don't get me wrong, I mean, my parents gave me a little time to play my video games and to watch my stuff. Yeah. But after like but one, five o'clock. Yeah, whatever oh, yeah, the TV was, guide said was time for it to be done. It was done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and you know what, going back to the whole, like, as we wrap this up, the whole, like, information age that yeah. we're in today, I have to remind myself sometimes, because when I'm at work and I constantly see my coworkers who are a lot younger than me, because, like, in my department, I mostly work with, like, kids, I call yeah. them kids, they're in their 20s, so they don't know how to be off their phones, and they're constantly well, on their phones texting someone, social media, phones. looking at TikTok. Yeah. Or they got, or as they're doing the shopping in the store, they got their earbuds in. They're talking to people. I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to at two o'clock in the afternoon? They should be at work. Like, I wish I could talk to you at two in the afternoon, but I know you're at work. Like, well, in the middle of the day, you know, yeah. like, it, like all of my friends have jobs in the middle of the day. So two o'clock in the afternoon, I can't call. Shout out to my boy Sam in Vegas. I can't just call Sam and be like, say, man, you know, we come back, we're going to U of H games. Right? What's up? What's up? No. He, he's at work. You're at work. Yeah. You know, my other buddy Tim, he, he's at work. Like, and I know that if someone did call me at that time, then it's some kind of emergency. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, good grief. But I have to remind myself of that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I can easily be off my phone and just watch a movie or listen to music at the house, play a game, and just yes. put my phone on the charger, it's and it's on the other side of the room, and or some days I just turn the motherfucker off completely yes. and just say I'm not answering nothing. Yes. <laughs> no, it's totally, like, it's, 
it's so weird. Like, I'll admit, like, with my depression, mm -hmm. I kind of get into my phone a little more. Mm -hmm. But it's... I read a lot of books on my phone. Okay, oh, that's fair enough, which yeah. Which I feel like is kind of more geared on my generation, too. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of these kids, they don't read like that anymore. You know, it's about music, it's videos, it's TikToks, and then they're making TikToks, and they're making TikToks at work, and I'm always just like, how, why, you... Okay. They do at my job. They make TikToks at my job. I'm just I like... Can't, I can't... Well, like, because I work with kids, I can't do that anyway. Yeah. But, like, I just... I feel like I would look ridiculous out in public. <laughs> dancing, dancing around or something. And, you know? like, most of the time, the kids, like you said, they have their earbuds in. So it just looks like they're dancing to nothing. Yeah. It look. It's funny. It's comical, really. But it's... it's it really so, is. I mean, it's also super cute. Like, it's super cute to, like, that, that, that there is a full circle in that, like, there's things being created to kind of redo create that that sense of community essentially yeah. and there's like a different it's a different kind of accountability though because with me social media like you're more heavily influenced like i was talking to my dad about um creed versus nickelback because mm. i we Ooh, i that's said a good one. That's that a nickelback good one. is the creed of the 2000s and my dad was like but Creed didn't have anywhere near as many haters as Nickelback and I said yeah but Nickelback was the victim of modern social media and once it became a joke it started off as a joke to dislike Nickelback and then it turned into this really weird like pressure to say that you didn't like Nickelback even though you were listening to Nickelback yeah. obviously people were listening to Nickelback they have like triple platinum albums and awards right. up the ass yeah so somebody was voting for them and listening to their shit and buying their albums but because of that social media influence it just became this weird societal pressure to say that you didn't like them um, whereas Creed, they didn't have that. So there was just a lot of people who didn't like Creed's music. And they were kind I of, love Creed. I still listen I, to Creed I, today occasionally. I do, too. And I also I listen, listen to Nickelback. Nickelback too occasionally. And you can fucking hate me all you want for it. Not really. It's fine. Everybody likes what they like. And yeah. I don't care. Like, I really don't. Like, everybody's... I don't believe in gatekeeping music. You're going to like what you like. And, and I hate to keep going on forever, but that's one thing I miss about society in the 90s is that... People can agree to disagree. Yes. Nowadays, yes, people are different. so ready to like hate people. Yeah, just and it's for like if you different. don't conform to the norm, like mm -hmm. I'm if one of those If you have people, difference in yeah. politics or opinions in music or this, that, and the other, a difference in mm -hmm. religion, people literally want to like wish it's harm so on you here. and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> my nails. What? <laughs> yeah, no, like that shit gets excessive. Or like when it comes to or the dangers of social media, mm -hmm. like this one time. I'm trying to remember what what presidential election it was and I want to say that it was Obama and like one of my mom and my stepdad's friends they had a 16 year old and the 16 year old was just genuinely trying to have like a healthy and mature conversation mm -hmm. and this was when like this was in the beginning whenever Facebook would tell people where you were like yeah. the 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 tag of your location yeah. and this was an adult man that literally looked up this kid's address Good with grief. the with that feature yeah. and showed up to his house Oh no. And like that that is like the that I remember being like back in the day that was wild cuz this was back in like 
2007. So this yeah. is a lot later than the 90s, yeah. to be clear. But it, it's like there's so there's just an interestingly larger number of dangers today that just weren't there today. Yeah. Like you have to fight technology with technology. Like people are putting the air tags in their kids' stuff. I saw that. Or yeah. like I saw this woman the other day because she was going to Fort Hood and she put the air tag in her hat. And Damn. like then a bunch of girls in the comments were saying you don't put it in your hat because your hat could get ripped off. And they were explaining to her how to put her air tag inside her bun. Oh wow. So that she would be safe. Damn. So it's like it's really it's wild the the measures that you have to take with technology today. True, true. And last question as we wrap this up. Yeah. If you could go back in time and relive one moment from the nineties, what would it be? Oh man, that would probably be my third birthday. Okay. Because it was back in the day when McDonald's was still, no, it was like my fourth birthday, my fourth or fifth birthday. And it was back in the day whenever like it was really popular to have your birthday at McDonald's. Yeah. And I McDonald's got. McDonald's had the play area yeah. and stuff and the balls. And yeah. uh, my mom was there and my brother, he's autistic. So he has mm -hmm. a really good memory. Yeah. And this was back in the day when you had to watch commercials. So I would like say, oh, I want that for my birthday. I want that for my birthday. I want that for my birthday. And my mom took my brother and my mom didn't know what to get me. My brother was like, she wants this and she wants that and she wants this. So I got Whoa. every single thing I wanted for my birthday. Dope. And then, um, this is going to be kind of silly, but my mom knew about the McDonald's cakes. Yeah. So she requested the McDonald's cake. And for a four-year-old, I just remember being like, this is the fanciest thing that I was like, McDonald's made a cake for me. Because you're four, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you'll little. realize that it's like a like, thing, I don't yeah. Know. And I, but it's like, and I, I don't feel like, I don't feel embarrassed about that. I don't, you know, like little kids are little kids, you know? Yeah. So like simple things make them feel important. And, and so it was just like, it was just like, I had a bunch of friends that at the time, because it was before we moved and I started getting bullied. And it was just, it was like, it was like the best birthday I could have had, really. Yeah. Like, and it was just a, it was like my last major like happy memory okay. with my dad there too. Like my dad and my mom like were chill. Yeah. And so it was just, it was a really nice memory. Nice. I think for me it was um, getting a Super Nintendo. Just because, like, that was the first gaming system where you could save your games, yeah. you know? So it's like, I could play, no, that was a I big could play Super Mario World and don't yes. have to worry about, well, damn, if, if my parents need me to go with them somewhere, I got to leave mm -hmm. it on. Or I could just, okay, save my game, go, come back. Sterile. Like that was, that was revolutionary to me. And then you know the graphics were better, way better versus the the regular mm -hmm. Nintendo. So no, for really, me, it's when it I got that that Super NES. I was like, oh shit, you know, like yeah. this is, this is great. And I guess the second one for me would be when my parents got cable and having access to MTV yeah. and the Sci-Fi Channel yes. and E and. Um, Did you know it was on MTV? Yeah, you told me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back um, when it still, when it, well, no, it was back. It did still have music videos at the yeah. time. Yeah. Oh yeah, the '90s. That's all it was was music videos, <laughs> and yeah. And if it wasn't showing music videos, they were covering music news, yes. things you know behind the scenes oh, my God. of making constantly. various yes. music videos. Oh my God, I used to love the making of a music yeah. video. Oh, that was the best. It really, it really was. I, I, I miss those days, uh, but yeah. They brought that back in the late 2000s for a while, and it was the 
honestly, the best part about that was that you really got to get to know the artists that you were listening yeah. to, and you got to see their personalities and their process and how they felt about it, and that just made it so much more personal. Yeah. So much more personal. Yeah, nah, that's that's true. And actually, this is gonna be the final note, especially because he mm -hmm. just passed away yesterday. One of my favorite pastimes <gasps> growing up was watching the talk shows. R.I.P. to the late great Jerry Springer. Not gonna lie, I ended up getting into a fight with my um, my ex yesterday, uh -huh. and all those jokes started popping up about like all of y'all better get in a fight with your spouses for Jerry. And I was just <laughs> like, I, I did it. You know, really, I didn't enjoy it, but it was just yeah, it, it made a coincidence. It made a positive, yeah, it made a positive out of a negative. And you know what? Like I ain't gonna lie, him and and, and and that genre of talk shows kind of inspired me to do this podcast because when I decided to do a podcast, I know that there's so many podcasts out there that yeah. cater to a particular niche. You know, there's mm -hmm. cooking, there's sports, of of course. Even drill down to certain podcasts only talks about yeah. a particular sports team, you yeah. know. And I was like, you know what? I have a variety. Like my brain is everywhere. I have so many interests and so many things. Yeah, but you. I also think I want to bring a lot of unique niches too. Exactly. And see, when I was brainstorming, I was like, you know what? I want my podcast to be kind of like the old school '90s talk shows, where like watching Jerry Springer every day it was a different topic, you know. And even Jenny Jones was one of my favorites, I you know. I was more of a Maury girl. I'm not going. Line. Yeah, Maury too, you know. The, the DNA test had yeah. me gripped. <laughs> you know, before Maury just started doing DNA tests, his was like, because I remember Maury at one point, you know, he had an episode, a couple episodes we had female bodybuilders on. Mm -hmm. He had episodes with drag queens, you know. Yeah. Is that a, he had the ones like, guess if it's a man or a woman, you know, and you know, so on and so forth. I was like, you know yeah, what, I want to bring bad. that, that's what I want to do here with yeah. Unrestricted and just have various stuff and Jenny Jones just used to have, have my favorite things and yeah. have fun with it yeah oh, uh, something for everybody you know some people may not like you've covered fashion you've covered BBW you've covered um, music plastic videos, surgeries plastic surgeries you've covered sports bodybuilding uh, body anomalies like mine <laughs> body anomalies. some people will say body blessings okay I still am I'm still getting repeatedly like I've still even since we tried the first month like Mother's Day episode mm -hmm. I've, I've still had people ask me if I think I have gigantomastia. Damn. And I'm like... And that was like about a month ago. I hope not. My need to seriously go to a doctor no, see if they cook up a like specialist. I really, oh. I do, because I'm probably... Yeah, no, I'm serious. I'm not like, even be like, trying to be funny. I was talking to somebody about getting a reduction, and they mm -hmm. were like, I had a friend who got a reduction, and they grew back. And I'm like, that's I've heard that fine. Too. Yeah. As long as I can have a break. That sounds mm, nice. Yeah. Because if I can at least get a reduction, I can go to the gym and like, because whenever I first got, we had that talk, I got to a double H and yeah. then I worked out and I worked myself back down to a G. Yeah. So if I could at least get a little, little, go back a little bit and then I can work out and like maintain the tone, that would be uh, like heaven, heaven. No, that's right. We're going to end it on that note. What about my favorite <laughs> topics? <laughs> How can people find you on social media? Uh, if you want to follow me, message me, add me, tell me to fuck off. It's <laughs> Kelly underscore Kraken. Nice. And I'll put that in the description. And people, thank you for joining us in this episode. Remember, if you want to support the podcast for free, you can do so by sharing this episode, subscribing to us on um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Amazon Music. Yes. Give us a rating. It helps us in the analytics for more people to find the um, the, the show here and to
tune in. And if you want to contribute monetarily, you can go to our Patreon, link in the description, patreon.com slash the unrestricted podcast. You can help us out for as little as a dollar a month or three dollars a month. Mm-hmm. We're cheap here. We <laughs> and you can also here. <laughs> right? and we got a merch store on the website, yeah. the unrestricted podcast.com. Get your mug, stickers, fanny pack bags, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, that, that's our trip going down memory in the lane growing up in the 90s. I'm a proud growing a product of the 90s Next growing up. we should do a 2000s one because that's, that's, that's yeah. my era more so. Okay, let's do it. Next time. Do it. Set it up for Actually, next month is literally next week, so let's set up for some time in in May. So perfect. Yeah, that that works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was a teenager in uh, in the early two thousands. Yeah. So you got some interesting stories on that. <laughs> so yeah, that that works. So people, thank you for tuning in, and until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. We're out of here. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Want to help the channel remain upstanding and dedicated to the truth? then consider becoming a channel patron. The link to our Patreon account is in the description below.